0: want to remind you all that you are the beloved, Amen. that you are kingdom men and women and there's Amen. no shame and no disgrace on your life. Amen. Okay. Um, so I am someone who loves to spend money. I'm so good at it. Like I could <laughs> teach you. I, I, I love spending money, so much so that I got myself into quite a lot of debt, um, about 17 and a half thousand pounds worth of debt. And people think, oh, because I've got a good job, I've got, you know, good money. The more money you earn, the more debt that That's I got in. Um, so, and I've got a kind of place on my heart for a number of years about sort of being debt-free. And I kind of made some half-hearted attempts. And one of my things that I loved was clothes and fashion. Um, so, I'd always have like next. I feel, if I feel a bit down or depressed, but I'll go on the next catalogue, all the stuff. So, I started one year in January, it was £1,000 that I was going to have to work off. So, by the following year, I don't know how that happened, but it was 2500 So, something wasn't quite working um, in my life. And normally, between Christmas and, and January, I kind of sit down with God what are my goals and my dreams and aspirations for that following year? And I just really felt again that God pressed on my heart about becoming debt free. Because I'd noticed that I'd have a really good job, I'd have all this money, but I never had anything. I was like, where's my money going? Mm -hmm. And then I sort of wrote down what my money was going on. Car finance, store cards, credit cards, overdrafts, everything you could imagine I could get on finance, I was. And that was, I think, because I wanted this lifestyle that I, I felt that I was... I was striving for that. It was very seductive. It was like when you walk into the shop, oh, that handbag, or that purse, or that makeup, or that earring, you know. And I just, oh, I wanted it, and I wanted it now. And I, and I got those things. And they, that satisfaction never really lasted. It kind of, it's temporary. Mm. And when I came to become a Christian, one of the things that God revealed in my heart is that I use things like food and clothing. To get comfort and escape and cope with the difficulties and challenges that I was facing. So if I was feeling fed up or stressed out, I think, oh, I'll go and buy myself something. So that's where those patterns had kind of really started to emerge from. And also, when I think back of when I was a child, my mum and dad didn't have a great lot of money. They met our needs, but we always had like the cheap trainers, and our friends had the designer ones, and we always kind of felt like my mum and dad really tried hard to make sure we had. The nice things but by the time they could afford and save up for the nice things they were out of fashion mm-hmm. so i kind of was always kind of wanting to be um to look nice and have nice things to kind of prove that i wasn't poor anymore and that i can afford this stuff so really god really spoke to me about breaking off the shame that i had experienced as a child uh not having lack he broke off um shame of getting into debt and now being able to talk about it. And I've talked about this many times. I've spoken about it in church before. I've had groups. And I've spoken about it in the place of work. Because if you're over 12, we've all made money mistakes. You know, we've always me- we've made mistakes. Of it, oh, why did I do that? And just because God showed me key- keys to the kingdom regarding finances, and I've got out of debt in a very short space of time, doesn't mean that I accidentally think backtrack of it all. Oh, What did I do there and why did I do that? But Holy Spirit very quickly brings me back. So what I'm saying today is I'm not perfect. I haven't got, like, I haven't finally arrived and everything's in order because it's still a work in progress, but I'm not in debt anymore.
1: So that's kind of
0: what I'm sharing with you today. And it's really about um, looking at my attitude to finances and money. So I paid off £17,500 of debt in two and a half years. Now, the world system would say that would take you 25 years. And I thought, I ain't got time. Yeah. and, I, and I, I just find that when you don't have enough money it can make you really sick in your body mm. the worry and the fear and the anxiety and mm. how am I going to pay this and how am I going to do that and mm. how can I fall to you know, um, pay that bill or go on that holiday and I just felt like so when you speak to people it can affect people's mental health as well mm. and some people sadly feel that, um, that there's no way out and you know, I just want to bring hope that there is always a way out And, you know, I know there have been people that sadly have committed suicide. They've lost their lives because the weight of the debt Mm -hmm. is so overwhelming. I just want to bring you hope that there's no debt too big that our God can't come in. And smash that to pieces, but also give you tools to not only set yourself free, to set other people free as well. So one of the things that I did is I wrote down my goals and my visions. The Bible says, I stand up my dad now. the the Bible says that oh my gosh I sound like my my dad Um, and the Bible says that you know write your vision down and it's so true even Paul McKenna says what gets written gets done Mm -hmm. so the world understands some of these principles so I wrote down what I wanted, I stuck it in front of my fridge and I was not ashamed about the numbers and God gave me a plan you start the smallest one first Mm -hmm. you start all you list, all your items, smallest to largest what you've got coming in what you've got going out so you write a budget Amen. and it also taught me how to change my speech. So instead of saying I can't afford that, it's not in my budget. It sounds different. Yeah. I'm teaching my children. Amen. No, no, we can't no, we can't, it's not that we can't afford it. It's just not in the budget. So Amen. how do we work that into our budget? Amen. If we've got if you want a pair of trainers for 60 pounds, okay I've got 30, what have you got? How are we gonna get that extra thirty? So you're not looking at oh I need sixty pounds. I've already got thirty, I need where am I getting the other thirty from? And we talk about things like assets and liabilities. Is this an asset? When is it a liability? Is it going to cost me money? Or is it going to, you know, earn me Amen. some money? And one of the things as well is that I realised because I had this poverty mindset. I'm always thinking, oh, I haven't got enough. Oh, I, you know, I, I haven't, I can't go and afford to buy this and buy that. But when lockdown happened. When we were all confined to our homes and get our cupboards out and clean our cupboards, I couldn't believe what I found. Jewellery, bags, clothes, shoes. And we, me and my daughter, um, Sean. she's not here today. She's at home pretending she's doing homework, but we all know she's not. <laughs> um, you know, we were talking about the difference between earning money, raising money um, and making money. She would debate with me all the time, no, earn, you know, there's a, not a difference. I said there is a difference. There's a difference between earning money and making money. So when we was in lockdown, you couldn't give all your leftover junk to charities. They was all closed. They couldn't. They, their doors wasn't open. So what we went is we did. We went on Vinted, and she loved all that old kind of stuff, clothes, which I would say looks a bit trampy and scruffy, but she liked it. Whatever. But she found stuff on there that she liked. But also she got all of her clothes and put on there on that website to sell to make money and i can't tell you how much money in lockdown that we saved we made we earned and it just really transformed the way i thought about money that actually i have what i need i've just forgotten what i've got i actually and so like like i said i love clothes and fashion and it became an idol god's been gracious to me i still love clothes and fashion but i no longer worship that anymore um So one of the things as well, that when you're in so much debt, it actually becomes like a noose around your neck. You're not free, you're actually bound. The Bible says that, stay out of debt and owe no man money. And I can't tell you, the freedom, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can breathe again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The thing is, that poverty mindset is in my family, that is a curse. Mm -hmm. That's broken off of my child, Mm -hmm. my children. My my oldest said to me, "Mum, um, I need some money. I want. I need to have like some uh, ten pounds, but my debit card hasn't come yet. But there's money in the bank." I said, "Well, I can lend you this money." I said, "But I want it back." She said, "Okay." She took the money, took one step over the threshold of the door, she said, "I ain't getting in debt. You can have your money. I'll wait for the card." And I thought, "Hallelujah!" <laughs> my children never know. Me, my youngest, she loves to spend, spend, spend. She takes after me, but. We're working on those things. It's yeah. teaching them things. Yeah. So we live on a budget. If it's not in the budget, we'll have to postpone it. Amen. Wait till next month. Amen. One of the most fundamental things that I really learned in that time was about tithing. Now, tithing for me took quite a while to kind of fully grasp and embrace it all. Mm. Because I thought i put 10 pound in the basket. I thought, yes, I've, you know, I've made it in life. I can t-, you know It was great. But then actually God has been sort of slowly working on me about actually the obedience and he doesn't need our money, he wants us to have the promise that our bonds will overflow so much so that we can give it away and that's one of the things I've been able to do is to be able to tithe and when I did my debt-free journey I kind of spoke to God I was like do I tithe in all of this mm-hmm. and then because was, there was a guy I found on, on the internet called Dave Ramsey, he was a Christian guy and he was a millionaire and lost it twice and then got back up and did it again and now he teaches other people so i kind of listened to him and listened to what god has said he said actually tithing is the first thing you give out of your wages each month Mm. and that's what i did so i tithed so there were some months when it really struggled but now i'm comfortable with it because i've seen god's promises that I have money now that I never thought I would have. I've got savings I never thought I would have. I've got my children, I've got clothes and things that you look at, we're not poor. Mm. You know, we've got food, like, I'll get paid on Monday, I've got money in the bank, I've got petrol in my car, I've got clothes on our backs. And, you know, I used to live from paycheck to paycheck. Mm. And one of the things that I do now, if someone wants to lend me money, this is not a plug, bye bye, um, but if my brother says to me, Oh, sis, have you got any money to borrow? I look, can I fall to lose this money? So that's a principle, because the Bible says, lend and without expecting it to return. And honestly, if I need that money to pay my gas bill, I'm sorry, I can't lend you that money. But if I've got that money, that £100 that you're looking for, and it's because it's disposable income, then, yeah, okay, because I'm not... If anything happens to him... And He can't work and he can't give me that money back, it's not going to have an impact on me. I've just let it go. Amen. And we're not supposed to hold on to money and things and objects, Amen. we're supposed to give freely. And one of the things that I love to do is to be able to, I'm a very generous person. That took a little while to get into the flow of it because mm. to believe in that God wants to bless all the time and He's yeah. good, but equally, I one of the lessons that I learned as well was not to do it in my own strength. I'm a very much a independent. I'm strong. I'm going to do this. And, oh, these maths don't look right. So that means I can't do it. But God's like, hold up a minute. tapping me on the shoulder. We're supposed to be working together on this. <laughs> We're supposed to co-labor. And there was one time in my debt-free journey that I was so upset because... Um, the figures that I worked out were wrong and this one month I wanted to pay £400 off the next card because I had a goal and each month I was going to increase how much I would pay off the debt. Um, so I had £400 and it worked out I had about £160 that I'd had that um, I'd pay, I'd ha- ended up having to pay off. And I was so upset and I cried and I cried and I cried to God. I've probably said a few things I shouldn't have done. There's not <laughs> everywhere... <Ooh. laughs> and I was just completely heartbroken because I was on this goal and I wanted to achieve it and that was on the Monday and I just cried out to God in a way that must have It shifted something, because on the Thursday I got a cheque in the post of £366, which was obviously then more than what I needed to pay. And then I realised then that actually I need to stop looking at what I can do and look towards heaven, what heaven can do. So you look at your circumstances, and you think, oh, this is not impossible. But we serve the God of impossible. So today I'm just going to pray that God will just break off any shame, any disgrace, yes. any poverty mindset. I see you and I no longer partner with you and I send you back because we serve a God of abundance, a God of impossible. Amen. And Lord, I just want to release breakthrough today. Breakthrough mindsets because the biggest thing that God had to do was change my mindset. It wasn't changing, the more money I had, the more money I to spend, but it's about my attitude and my mindset to money. So Lord, I just pray that today yes. that you would change people's mindsets that you'll break off that small-minded thinking, that poverty mindset, that lack, that we work from abundance. We we don't work to abundance. We work from abundance. Lord, I just pray for breakthroughs. I pray for increase in income. I pray for checks in the post. I pray for debts written off. Lord, I also pray that you'll give every single one of us a plan and a strategy for our individual finances. One of the things that I always say, I'm God's favourite, and I say that to both my children, I say, Neve. Don't tell Sean but you're my favourite. Sean, don't tell Nick, but you're my favourite. But that's how God speaks to us. Like we are he there's loads of us here, but we are all his favourite. And he's no respect for persons. So he would give you your individual plan for your family. He knows what plan he has for you. And one of the things I just say is, submit your plans. Lord, these are my plans. What have you got? Are they in alignment with yours? Do, what plan can we come up to together? Because God will find some amazing ways to bless you and open up your mind and just allow him room to break through. Sometimes our finances or our situations are tight and we're hit against the wall, but that's because God wants to break through. He doesn't want us to be self-sufficient. There's a place for that, sure, but he doesn't want us to rely and solely depend on ourselves. So um, I, I, I wrote a budget. I stick with it. Sometimes I deviate from the plan. I'm like, oh, gosh, I've, 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 I've kind of muddled up here. Get back to the plan. I ask, and, I, and the thing is, well, is repenting of poverty mindsets, mm-hmm. repenting of generational sins and curses where there's poverty and lack, yes. repenting of bad spending habits and using, mm-hmm. like, shopping and clothes and spending money as a form of... Um, Comfort and escapism and mm. making it feel good. You know, there's times when I didn't have a lot of money, but Amen. God became my comforter. Amen. He became someone that I just depended on. Lord, I'm feeling pain now. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling worried. I'm not mm. feeling good. I had an argument with someone, and they said this about me, and I just feel like I need to go and buy that dress. And and he's like, No, you don't need that dress. Mm. You don't need that dress. You've got mm. laser dresses, Amen. you've got, you know, you've got me. And it's just like you get in your comfort. Mm. And literally, you know, that that um song that says all my streams are found in you is so true and you know it's about letting go for me like i had to let go of control because whether i realize it or not i was holding the reins of my life and i'm directing my life and where i should go and i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that it's actually letting go and actually letting go there's like a release and there's tears and there's like that freedom and it's learning kind of to recognize god's voice in all of that because You know the enemy wants to come and lie and deceive you and steal your destiny and steal your money and finances i promise you you tithe tithe it to god i don't never question about um where's my money going to my bible doesn't say i'm going to give you a list of where it's going my bible says be obedient and one of the things that i just want to share briefly as well a few months ago we gave these declarations and it was about wealth and riches are in my house and my parents have always tired when we were younger. My dad said to me, Trace, I always typed, even when we had very little, when we didn't know if we could afford X, Y, and Z. And he said to me, But even though we typed when we had very little, there was always food in our cupboards. Our cupboards were never empty. And I can t- stand here today. My parents live in a five bedroom house, three bathrooms, fully paid, no mortgage, and wealth and riches are in their house. Amen. And they've tithed. I'm not saying you're going to get your breakthrough today. <laughs> Tithing is a faithful, faithful command of God. Amen. And God will richly ab- bless you beyond what you can do. My Amen. parents haven't got a GCC between them. They haven't increased their finances. They haven't had a, a lottery win. Mm. It's their faithfulness to God Amen. in God's word, and God returns Amen. it in ways you can't imagine. Amen. And my mum and dad—they come from poor families where they didn't have money, and their clothes weren't the best. And you know, both parents had to work, and they had to go to—you know—people donate food. That's how broke they was. But as generations go, those that stuff's been broken Beautiful. off, you know, because Beautiful. of what God's, got, God's done. And literally, me and my sisters and my brother, like, what do we get our parents for Christmas? What do we get for the birthday? And we're just we don't know because literally they've got everything, mm. wealth and riches, live in our house, mm. in my parents' house. I've got my mum and dad have got this house in Maidstone. I've never lived there. That's not my family home. But I've got fridge rights. I can help myself to crisps, biscuits, snacks. There's nothing perfumed. Anything you want. But it's there. What's but the no- address? <laughs> 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 so, course, I can mean, sharing my testimony, but I can look back on the last generation and see God's blessing on, my, on their lives and, and literally just you know, you have so much in your hands already. God's got a plan for you. You've got entrepreneurs, your businessmen and women, your kingdom men and women. We're Amen. not made to die, uh, to pay bills and die. We're made for more. Amen. Surrender that. Amen. Just to so say, you know, God, I'm taking the the amount of times I've took it to the cross. Cross, I'll just give you my debt, give you my shame, my Amen. disgrace. I, God's broken that off me. I don't care what people think. I'm like, yes, I had seventeen and a half thousand pounds of debt i'm not in debt anymore Amen. fantastic and that money that i that's freed up it's freed me to bless other people to advance god's kingdom to Amen. sow in seeds for the kingdom Amen. to give people bibles to bless someone to give my next door neighbor you know if they've got their washing machine broke down and they're a single parent and they haven't got a lot of money and you know i'll pay for the washing machine it's not that big of a deal it, it's something we give from a place of abundance. And to give to someone else, it's the most amazing, it's better, I actually prefer to give than to receive. Now I like gifts, so don't be shy. But, you know, like it feels so amazing, and I love to do it when people can't give it to me back. So when you're out in the street, and I've done this before, me and my dad went for a dinner once, and there's a lady that, there was no space in the restaurant, she came and joined us, and um, it was me and my dad's time together, it was absolutely amazing. And when we left, I said to the lady at the counter, I want to pay for her meal, but don't tell her till I leave. Because sometimes you don't know what people are going through. You don't know how Amen. on the edge of despair people are. Amen. And we are we are abundant. We are not poor people. We can even if you give your time to someone, hey, how you doing? And just be just a vessel for God's kingdom. So you know, when I go to these places where they say, Oh, you know, at this event here, that event there um oh can you like sew so into this i've got the money to do that amen. now and i don't see the effect but i don't need to mm. I don't amen need to. amen okay amen. so i just want to pray quickly and just Ooh. i'm going to wrap that up i do actually this is a little <laughs> of a plug that i do um have a little um a group called living your financial best it was going to be it was debt free and loving it but it didn't kind of get the attraction that i thought it would so we're living our financial best so financial best doesn't mean that you're in debt it could just mean like how do you make the most of your money and we live in a world system that we're not supposed to be conformed to we're supposed to be light in dark places so if we can um teach other people godly principles about finances It can be life-changing, life-transforming. Lord, I just thank you for this opportunity. To share people my story with no shame and no disgrace and no fear and I just thank you for your grace and your mercy because I really don't deserve it but Lord you show me that anyway and I just thank you that you your forgiveness is never ending and I just pray Lord that today that people here will be left with an impartation there is hope there's a plan there's keys that this is a This isn't a secret society, but there are keys to unlock. There are hidden things that are available for us, and you want us to seek those things out. Lord, I just pray that you will just spread your Holy Spirit far and wide, that you'll speak to hearts and minds, and that you'll just bring out anything that is of a poor mindset, a lack of mindset, that you'll just bring that out, and you just speak truth and replace it with your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Amen.